friends, I'm Fiona Lewis. And I'm Gwen Crabb. And welcome to the Say It How It Is podcast. Connected by Vodafone. We are on a mission to bring taboo topics to light and change the narrative. Being vulnerable can be tough, but we're here to show you that even those at the top of their game, be that sports, coaching, business or medicine, go through the same struggles, problems and issues as you. But just a quick disclaimer, we are not professionals, just two rugby players sharing our own experiences and stories, having open and honest conversations with some amazing guests. If you are affected by any of the topics discussed in the podcast, please do contact a professional. And now, let's get into today's episode. This episode is brought to you by Rugger Coffee. Now, anyone who knows me knows how much I love coffee. So much so that I actually have coffee tattooed on my arm. <laughs> Fionn, however, not so much. Nah, I'm a hot chocolate or milkshake kind of gal, can't I? However, I always love to support a good cause. Now, Rugger Coffee is a brand that is built around supporting mental health charities with the ethos of drink coffee, do good. And if you want to know something really cool, we've got our own bloody discount code. Now that is cool. So if you want some... I'll give it you. <laughs> <laughs> you can use code SAYIT15 at checkout and get 15% off. We'll leave all links in the show notes below. Enjoy. All right. Welcome back to episode nine. Episode nine. Flipping it. So I thought you were like, stop, stop it and no, start. It's, it's crazy. Gosh, we're on episode nine. Gosh, we are on Gosh, episode nine. God, yes. One um, to go. One to go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where we bring you a really special episode with um, Welsh International Alex Calendar. The chopper, as we call her, the turnover queen, um, the smelliest person I know. Um, <laughs> thank you for joining us. Really grateful to have you on. Thank you. I'm really excited. Yeah, we're very excited to have you on. How are you doing? How How's the body feeling? Obviously, you've come off the back of a very long pre-season going into WXV. It's been, it was a pretty quick turnover from last season as well. So how's that all been going? Yeah, I mean... The tournament itself, obviously, just disappointed with the performances and stuff and results. But I think ultimately it was like another time to go back to New Zealand as well and um, got to see the place a little bit more. Um, pre-season was brutal. I'm not going to lie to you. It was savage again. Sorry, we, like, we, we were just trying to sideline. Oh, oh, yeah, this, uh, this bike session's hard. As I was, you've got seven what runs to the... Oh, shame. <laughs> oh, another testing. Oh, not another one. Gosh, not another one. <laughs> that was really good. Oh, no, thank you. When I do my calf race in the side, like, oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, what a time to be injured. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I don't want to choose to be injured, but oof. <laughs> what a time to pick, anyway. What a time. What a time. Bronco of the day. <laughs> nah, don't. Oh. <laughs> How was the like the off field stuff in New Zealand? Like you mentioned, going to get see a bit more because obviously with World Cup we were literally like in two places. Yeah. Whereas got to like travel around a bit. What was that like? And good coffee. Uh, yeah, but I don't know what the places are called. I don't really. Take, <laughs> I don't know where I, don't I really went. Don't really take pictures of stuff like that. Coffee and things. Like I'm not good with stuff. Social where did media. you go? Yeah. Wellington. Yeah. Where else was it? <laughs> very good. Yeah, very good. Very. Yeah. The beer was nice though. It was lovely. <laughs> Most important thing for this girl. Yeah, very true. Um, But yeah, no coffee, no. (laughs) No, coffee was good. And I think like it was freezing. Last year in New Zealand, it was warm, wasn't it? I don't know. I took, I thought it was going to be warm and I took no winter clothes and I had to buy a whole wardrobe because I didn't even bloody bring a jumper. I brought little cross tops to me this time (laughs) and it was bloody freezing. I think it was warm last year. I thought it was cold too. It was way warmer last year. Oh, well. Windy well in there. Earlier earlier. last year though, wasn't it? Windy well. Earlier. It was later, wasn't it? No, no. We were in... We were... Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. I've got my dates wrong. Well, Um, well, well. um, How have you found the transition going pro? Because obviously you've done your PGC. Yeah. Where are you at with that? And obviously now you're full time. So basically I had to put that on hold. So I mean, finished year two. Um, I've only got one year left to do it's basically. It's a three-year course, is it? Yeah. So then I don't have That's to wild. do my... So it's basically like all in there. So my PGCE is all in the three-year course. So I don't have to do a PGCE after. So oh, not a year so like one. I've done a degree yes. of three years and then I yeah, did a year yeah. PGCE on top. So you at all is like a degree PGCE. Oh, that's thing. cool. Um, so I've only got one year left of that. So I've kind of just put that on hold to concentrate on rugby and stuff. But... Like last year was a shock to the system. <laughs> the like, girl that hates the gym. <laughs> hates everything. Like, I, you loves it now. Loves yeah, to turn I, up like, and just get on with the rugby. <laughs> yeah. But no, I'm like a different person. I'm, I bloody love the gym. Yeah. Like, 
I don't thought I'd ever use it. I just oh. remember like a couple of months back in pre-season going, coming to the gym and you were like RDL in like 80 kilos and everyone around you was like doing 50, 60 and I was like, look at her go. Like, <laughs> I, was so I love the RDL though, I love the RDL. I actually did say to you the other day though, I was like, you've changed. I was like, I'm very yeah. impressed with your attitude now. Like you're the last in the gym, like you're really taking it seriously. You've but completely also like, like, I'm drinking owned. protein shakes. <laughs> I'm drinking protein <laughs> shakes. Not a corona, it's a no, protein, shake. protein shakes. What the hell? Like, <laughs> But also like, how have you seen seen that change affect your rugby because like you you've always been a great player but then having the like that additional like bit of size bit of like like the athleticism that comes with like like enjoying the gym and like wanting like how have you found that because you had an absolute world-class six nations so like yeah how have you found that on the pitch I when I was actually like starting to enjoy the gym like before that I used to think oh it, so what if I squat this so what if I bench this like who actually cares and like I was like I can still play around the pitch or whatever and since I've actually got stronger like my carries are a lot more effective I'm getting stronger hits it's not it's not just like soaker chops anymore it's like on 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 source or literally dominant tackles and stuff so like and then I'm like Mike came up to me and he was like, yeah, see, I told you. <laughs> if you actually work hard in the gym, then yeah, your performances do get better. Oh, I was like, oh, it's like right. I know what I'm talking about, really. Yeah. He's like, Jesus Christ, you don't listen to me, do you? I'm like, no, I don't. Yeah, but when you, like, literally, when you see the payoff, you're like, oh, that makes sense yeah, now. It yeah. All that time when I've been looking at Fionn in the gym, laughing, yeah. like, what the fuck is she She's doing? doing <laughs> CrossFit corner, like, no. <laughs> so did me, CL. <laughs> I'm in CrossFit corner and forwards, and you're CrossFit corner and yeah, yeah. yeah. the ACL yeah. did it. So uh, to be fair, I'm still on rack six, like do you know what I mean? I'm got, still going strong, but I'm swinging yeah. like rack one. Rack one is the strongest rack. So for content, surely you've moved up now. Probably I think you should have graduated a rack. Come on, yeah, yeah, maybe I create my own rack. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, I am. <laughs> the gym on her own. Like, I win your own because I deserve it. Guess what I'm going for Christmas. Oh, oh my God. gosh. No, I've got lifters. What are you going? Purple straps. Oh. And a lifting belt. Oh, wow. I'm a change girl. <laughs> I'm a change girl. Oh, yes. Yeah. Purple Santa for a lifting belt. Yeah. Wow. I know. This is actually mental. It's insane. You actually blossomed into this, like, freak. <laughs> Oi, what's that? What's Welcome to the party. Pink, I got pink lifting straps. <laughs> yeah. right. I'm obsessed, by the way. Hey, they got padding, they don't hurt my wrist. It's yeah. guaranteed, guaranteed to add 10 kilos to any RDL. Absolutely, today, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Class. Yeah. They're actually game changer girls. Yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, oh my God, your year has not been, you know, the best for you. It's been really tough. How on earth you, you know, like Gwen mentioned, had the best Six Nations I've ever seen you play. Mm. I don't know. Like, how how actually are you? <laughs> <laughs> like sometimes shit, <laughs> sometimes maybe shit. Sometimes maybe good. Sometimes, sometimes maybe shit. shit. That's where I'm sat here crying. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Oh, uh, I just knew you were going to make me cry. I did warn you. I've just come on. Just just see you on. It's been we've had a long training <laughs> week. We're all so. It's been a hard day. Oh. oh, welcome to the emotional club. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I I okay. felt it in my throat as I was asking that question. I was like, <laughs> oh, but <laughs> oh, for goodness sake! Honestly, some days I'm great. Some days I'm not. Like genuinely like so when my mum actually passed away like it didn't like hit me like it was so bizarre because because you'd like spent so much time in hospital and stuff she was like back and forth like it felt as if like she was in hospital and she was coming back like mm. the next day or something so like I'd come home from training and I'd be like oh it's fine she's coming back mm. like I didn't actually it haven't I didn't process it mm. and I think that was like such a hard thing when I actually realised she wasn't coming back I was like do you get me like it was yeah. so hard like it's it's like so shit it is the shit this thing and like I I think that's why like when I came back into Six Nations it was like kind of like a like a distraction kind of thing like back I came back in almost, yeah. yeah I came back in and 
like I had so much support around me and that's exactly what I needed. Like, like, yeah, I'd have like a hug and be like, you okay? But also... You wanted like, to get on with I it. I wanted to get on just, with it. Yeah. And the girls did that. Like, coaches did that as well. So like, they treated me like normal. Mm. I came back in and I think that's why I was just like, right, fuck it. Let's just go for it. Yeah. But and, I think if someone on the outside didn't know what you've been through, they would never fucking clue. Yeah. Like, I guess I said to you just now about your performance in Six Nations. I like look back and I'm like... How on earth did you do it? Like, like I said, if no one knew what you'd just gone through, no one would have a clue because how you carried yourself and how, yeah, like who can perform on the, like, like you did, knowing what's just happened? Like, how the hell did you, like, what was going through your mind to be like, do you know what? I'm going to be class today. I'm going to be class. I'm going to get out of the match. I'm going to be class. <laughs> do you know what kept me going is that the fact that, like, I was just like, well, my mum has gone through this fucking horrible disease for five years and she used to get up every day with a smile on her face, carry herself and just get on with shit. And I just like, I thought she'd be like, Al, you're going back. You're going to bloody play rugby. You're going to do what you love, be around the people that you like, you care about, that support you and just go for it. And I think that's what genuinely kept me going is that she was in the back of my head being like, come on you've got this, like, keep going, keep your head down. And, like, and I had this, like, different perspective when I came back in. It was so bizarre. Like, I was like, right, if I'm on the bench, it's fine. Like, I can just keep working hard or whatever. Like, if I'm involved, like, normally, like, I, I would have this, I would have this different attitude towards not starting or, like, not being involved and stuff. But I was just like, I just wanted what was best for the team. And it is what it is Don't in that you, sense, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Because I was like, so much more to life. Like, even though this is my job, like, there's so much more to, to to life than just rugby. And I don't know what it was. I just had this complete switch of, like, just changed completely. Um, and, yeah, it just shocked me, really, that I was like that. Like, it was so bizarre. I yeah. don't know how to explain it. Yeah, that was really interesting, actually. Like, that, that going through something so shit, like, that's almost like you found a massive positive in that. And, yeah. like, it takes a certain type of person to actually be able to do that because I think a lot of people could go the other way and just sort of like as Fiona always says like wallowing self-pity and like yes it's a like it's an unbelievably shit situation but to be able to almost like flip it on his head and be like right what would my mum want me to do yeah yeah you know and we were all <clears throat> like lucky enough to know her and to be to, I'm gonna cry now <laughs> oh forgot we're gonna oh um yeah but we were all lucky enough to know her and to know how much of a rare sunshine she was. And then almost for you to come back in and for us to see it, like, you just had, she had a bit about you, you know? I think for context as well, for people that didn't listen to us, didn't know your mum, your mum was your biggest supporter. She did every game. She was savage, may I add. <laughs> the most savage woman ever. She didn't care. She'd tell you it's straight, whether it was good She'd or bad. She'd say it how it is, as it were. Be say it how it is. Say it how it is, for sure. But, like, literally, like, your biggest supporter for anything out of all the games. Like, if she's well enough to be there, she was. And, yeah, I can imagine why your mindset would be like, I can imagine your mum being like, get a grip Al yeah. get on with it turn up get shit done like I can imagine her shouting in the back of your ear being like no you're going to turn up you're not going to be sad like and I think what was really nice is when you got play the match and that get oh my god I'm going oh to... no <laughs> I know as soon as, that, oh. as soon as that happened I was like it's fate it's meant to be do you know what I mean it's like fate and it's like it's a credit for you really it was amazing that because you deserve to get that do you know what I mean and I think like what made me like cry even more after that game as well as the fact that that time last year that was the last international game my mum actually watched me play and I think that probably hit the most as well and then I got a year after I was like oh, so she's Jesus. out there with you yeah. do you know what I mean so like that was that was hard but like amazing at the same time as well because it was like overwhelming yeah yeah that's exactly exactly like, yeah can't even like put into words like I can't even imagine and especially at the end of a rugby game you're like yeah. you're knackered yeah you're emotionally drained like I cry on the reg after a game just like just because I'm tired I just cry at home just yeah. cry at home just cry at home I'm about to cry now on a caffeine coming down yeah exactly so that combined with like all that emotion and like do you, do you think at all that you I know you've mentioned about like not not really fully it not sinking in but like during six nations that kind of stuff do you feel like you bottled any of the emotion or were you quite 
like honest and open with it? Or like, how did you find that? Because obviously, like Six Nations is so much pressure. It's constantly pressure on you with the added emotion of that. Like, how did, how was that? Like, I felt so much support around me. Like I was able to like express how I was feeling. Mm -hmm. Like if I was having a shit day, I'd be like, I would tell people like, and I think people would know that on me anyway. And like, so I wouldn't feel that pressure on me. And like during games, I was like, right, if just go out and just play. Like there's no pressure on you to be like, you have to do this. You have to do that. You have to perform. Like, I'm just going to go out and just enjoy what I do. And I think having me not putting pressure on myself, let me just go out and just play how I play. Mm -hmm. And I think that was probably the best best part of what I did for me really did you find as well that when you were playing that that was like a distraction to the point where like for me for example when I play rugby I don't think about anything nothing else there's literally no room in my brain for anything else and I can imagine that was almost a nice way to be like for 80 minutes I'm just alcohol yeah like nothing going around me is so like, like on that point is it something that you feel like you turn up you leave your kind of emotion at the door like I said to you earlier, like if people didn't know what you've been through, they wouldn't have a clue because how you carry yourself, you just, Alcal, you just get on with it, you're fine. But then when you leave, is that a different Alcal? It's hard. Like, because when I do come into rugby, I do leave my like baggage there because I, I just don't want, I want to focus on my job. I want to do it, do it 100%. But like sometimes, like, um, when I get back home and I've got a day off and I just like, sometimes when you're not doing anything, you, your brain overworks. And like, I would, I sit in the house sometimes and I just have a cry. I let myself have a cry because I'm like, you're allowed to, you can think about her. Like I think about the sad times and I'm like five minutes late, I'm laughing about all the things she's, she's done. She said, I watch videos back and I'm like, literally either crying my eyes out or laughing because she's like dancing in the mirror bloody <laughs> trying on a new clothes I guess <laughs> or, or like she's I remember actually seeing a video one of the videos is when you played that game and you had that thing in her mouth that that like teeth thing oh yeah oh my god <laughs> didn't it like <laughs> pop out yeah <laughs> oh yeah like so, sometimes it's so hard like and obviously you both know Dale as well like I was psychologist and stuff and he's absolutely brilliant like I've worked, like been working with him and things and like told him how I feel as well about and he tells me it's it's okay like mm. it's actually a right to to have a cry to think about her all the time but like think about those happy memories because sometimes I go in like a little dark place where I just have really like bad thoughts I'm like hate the bloody world I hate mm. everyone because I'm like why have you chosen her mm. to not be here anymore and I think sometimes it's hard to process that. But like, and then I try to think about like the happy memories that, that I've got with her and like try and like always remember those those things. Going back to sort of when your mum first got diagnosed, talk us through that. How old were you when that was? So, so the first actual time she got diagnosed, I was 12. So she got diagnosed with um, breast cancer um, when I was... Yeah, so I was at, went up to my first year of secondary school, so I was in year seven. Um, I don't remember it. Mm. Like, I don't remember, like, the time she struggled when she was going through chemo and stuff. Like, my dad was saying, like, she couldn't get out of the bath because her body was so weak. Mm. Um, I don't remember this, like, where they, like, tr try to hide it, so, mm. like, to protect us and stuff. Um, and then the second time, because um, obviously she got the all clear, like, everything was good. Um, did and she have a hysterectomy? No, what, nothing. What, hysterectomy, it, sorry. Yeah, yeah hysterectomy. Um, no, she didn't. So because it wasn't as a aggressive cancer, she obviously didn't have to. Um, but the second time, um, my mum and dad and my brother actually went on holidays. Um, Tenerife, I actually went on a rugby tournament in sevens. <laughs> Priorities. Yeah, don't know why I did that. <laughs> anyway, um. I went to Henry and my mum actually slipped on a sausage, right? <laughs> what kind of sausage? I like, think I, know, I think I know this story. Yeah. So, she, like a, like a, a breakfast sausage. She went down for breakfast and actually <laughs> slipped, slipped on, on a sausage. Yeah, she did. Went, went down and, um, so basically, like, she was like, oh, my back's hurting. So, like, she left there or whatever, came back and she's like, I'm going to have to go to the doctors because I'm still in pain. Um, anyway, they send her for like a scan because they're like, oh, just to get things out of the way. And they actually obviously then diagnose it with like secondary stage breast cancer. Um, 
and she always tells a joke. I'm going to cry. It's a funny story. Um, that the sausage saved her life. <laughs> that bloody sausage. As far as sausages that go, that's, sausage. like, that's a good sausage, that is. <laughs> but it's not a free Took it home in a suitcase, like. <laughs> But like, if she actually hadn't slipped on that sausage, yeah, she yeah. wouldn't have found out. And like, we might not have had five years with her. Mm. We might have only had five months with her. So like, that's like insane. And then when she actually told us, um, like I was just in my first year in Cardiff Metro. I'd moved, just moved up um, in September. Like, got everything into my new flat. So excited. And then I she called room us for back. My room, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, and then she was like, oh, do you want to come home this weekend? Like, let's do something, whatever. So I went home and like, she, my love, so my mom, my dad and my brother, like, were all in the living room or whatever. And we just like sat down. And then she said, like, oh, um, remember that sausage? I said, <laughs> well, and then she said, like, her cancer had come back. Um, and it was a lot more aggressive than what it was last time. Like, stage four, like, and basically she said, like, I'm eventually going to die, basically. And I think, like, that was like the hardest thing to like hear. Like how like my mum at that time was thirty-nine. Yeah. Forty. Like that shouldn't be happening to a forty year old woman. And I think honestly it it breaks me because like as soon as you told me, like you'd I like everything went out of my mind then, like uni. I didn't want to be there. Like, I hated that. Like, I loved the girls. I loved playing rugby and stuff, but... Your priorities were my different. My priorities were different. Like, I just wanted to be home. Like, I wanted to be home every weekend. I wanted to be home as soon as, like, I finished lectures. Um, It was just... It was it was nuts, if I'm honest. Like, I did not know how to react. Like, and I think that was the, the scary part. Like, I just didn't know what to do. And I think, like, at the time, people didn't get it. Like... You you look at my mum and apart from like the last year before she actually passed away, you'd never say there was, she was dying. Mm. Like you'd never like, she always had crazy bloody coloured hair, <laughs> yeah. always Blue, smiling, purple, pink. <laughs> always bloody loud. <laughs> like you'd never ever think that there was something wrong, like she was dying like. And I think that was the scary part. And I think sometimes for me, I didn't even, I forget as well. Like you do, because you're mm. like, oh, mum, what you doing? pissing like, me off yeah, like, you're yeah. pissing me off leave me alone but like when I think about it now like oh my god how I would love for her to annoy the fuck out of me yeah. right now and be like oh there's bloody stuff in the kitchen why are you picking it up <laughs> that, is a, that is a class impression of it it's so clever like don't shut up yeah. that was, like I think like I suppose it must have been tough to also think like you weren't actually sure how much time you were going to have. Obviously, she had so much more time than what she was originally told. And like, I think it shows you not to take, obviously take things for granted. But how is that living with every day? Like, you don't know, you can say you don't know what time you've got. Yeah. And I think like, that's, I think that's what my like mindset changed around that. Like, as soon as like my mum passed away and as soon as I came back into rugby, I was like, just take every opportunity that you get like if someone asks you to do something like just do it and I think like I'm so shit you know that I'm shit the mess she's shit checking it I'm so bad he's the shittest person ever I probably get a reply from her in like four weeks time mm. literally I'm like two nope. to four weeks I'm two like four weeks. you don't know what place she's in mm. you don't know what I, she, she, you can text me back in four weeks if you want babe <laughs> and then but, you see her and you think oh Oh, you are, you are, you're you there. are there, you're <laughs> there. But on that front, like, when it actually happened, I think to myself, how on earth can I support her? Like, obviously knew your mum really well, we literally lived down the road from each other. I was like, how, like, how would you support someone that really needs it? But also to respect their privacy and space at the same time. And I was like, right, that, I'm going to, I'm going to send her a quote every day for two weeks. So she doesn't need to reply. And I can remember texting me like, don't reply, but just, you know, I'm you. And yeah. I text some motivational, like really, like, oh yeah, th- yeah, this is one for her today. So I was thinking, like, I wanted you to know that you had people there and the people yeah. that cared about you and were thinking about you. But also, I was like, but don't think, you don't need to reply. But you know that we're all you if you yeah. need us, you know? Like, yeah. how important was that for you? Like, you obviously had to have so much time to process it. Like, how is that important for you to have that support? But also, at the same time, you had to have your own space. Yeah, uh, it was so important. Like, 
it's so bizarre to think like you don't realize like who's who you've got around you until like something like that happens mm. or like something bad happens or whatever and I think like having you guys and like everyone around me it, it honestly it makes the world of a difference like even if I don't reply which I don't she doesn't reply I guys. don't <laughs> it's right let her up <laughs> But it genuinely you does. You had a really no. valid excuse not to reply. Do you know what I mean? Like, now no, you don't. Do taxi back, guys. I do. He's like, yeah, taxi. Every it's two to four weeks. weeks now. <laughs> Rather than three to four. <laughs> Progress. But yeah, like that support was like second to none, if I'm honest. And I think like having you guys around me was, yeah, was spot on. How has your role changed within your family now then? Obviously, like your dad and your brother, like, have you felt like, okay, I need to step up and do X, Y, and Z? Because, like, obviously, they're going through it too. Has it brought you closer together? Um, the house is quiet. Mm. <laughs> it's so quiet. Like, even with the dogs? Uh, yeah. I mean, even with the dogs and the cats. Your yeah. <laughs> cats? Yeah. I never knew you had cats. Scarlet and Dave. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Scarlet um, and Dave. Scarlet and I've Dave. never seen, every time I've been yours, I've never seen you have cats. Yeah. Don't I only from take the a picture of Dave though, because I don't like Scarlet. She's a whore. <laughs> I was like, she used to say she's, she's a slag. She's a slag. She's whore. a whore. That is deep. That is she does not like Scarlet. She's done. She's like, I love her. She's what? called Scarlet. And then like lifts her tail up and like looks at my dad like, like it's she, and I'm like she was a human. Yeah. She was like, a human. She's working a strip club. That kind yeah, of vibe. Yeah, yeah. For for a treat, mind. For a treat. <laughs> Things like, we do for a treat. Give yeah. oh, She's like, like, oh, like, come on, <laughs> come on, Mush. Grow up, now. Honestly. Um. But yeah. Has it brought you closer? Yeah. Like I think it's so bizarre because like me and my mum were like this. Like she'd always be my number one supporter even though my dad was always at my games and everything I do I didn't you know just, your yeah, dad was quiet this years, is what I mean years. he's a quiet man doesn't say much he does he? he is quiet like my mum's was like centre of attention or whatever and like my dad would just stand in the background <laughs> he'd be Look like go. I'd, I'd see him and I'd be like hi dad and he'd be like alright my mum would be like with her flag <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh flipping neck. yeah yeah <sighs> well What's next for Alcal then? So, like, where are you at mentally now? Like, obviously, it's been a fair few months. Like, how are you coping currently? Is it, like, obviously, you said it took you a long time to process it. Like, where's your headspace now with it? Is it something that you're taking day by day? Like, yeah, definitely taking day by day. I think, like, each day is still different. Like, sometimes I wake up and I'm like, don't, don't want to do this day. Like, nah, it's not fair. Why? Why do does she not have to be here? Like, why is everyone else like get angry at the world sometimes? And then the next day, I'm like, ah, oh, let's go, let's yeah. go. Well, I'm like, woohoo! How would you find those tough days then when you have to turn up for something? Like, you have to turn. If you're having one of those tough days, but you've got a whole big rugby day, or you know, what if that tough day happened in New Zealand? Like, how how, how would you turn up for that? So when I was in New Zealand, I had the best roomie, Meg, Meg Webb, like. She would Meg honestly, from Meg, Meg from Bridgend. <laughs> like she would honestly, she'd be like, "Right, come on, Al." Even Meg would motivate me. She'd be like, Flip "Get it, up, let's it, go, yeah. let's go." You come let's back, go. you can have a Pepsi Max cherry, and I'm like, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> right, you, love, you, you got me. <laughs> She's like, "I'll right. pay as well." I'm like, "All right." <laughs> but like having like that support around you, like, is really good for me. Like I know that I've got my little my little like group and stuff, my little close friends. And like, you just know that you're going to be supported when you come in and stuff. Like in training, I know that with our group now, like you're in, you're in sometimes and you're yeah, one. Part-time. <laughs> Talia, Neve, Blucky. It's like a nice little group. And I know that they'll be like, right, Al, when they know I'm just having a strop, they'll be like, sort your head out. Yeah, but also on the other side of that though, to be like, can you go easy in a today? on a fucking hard day. Yeah. yeah. Like you also need to flip it to be like, Give me a bit of a break. Yeah. And I guess like it's today. It's, yes, yeah. today. It's oh, a day. Yes, today. I had words. She, can you be, no, can you be careful? She's. Yeah, I was fragile. She's fragile she, today. Careful you speak to her. She's struggling. Um, uppercut, punch. Yeah, uppercut, uppercut you. <laughs> and, and, I, and I needed to bleed. I need to yeah. bleed. I need to bleed. <laughs> I am bleeding. So the emotion uh, in this room Jesus. is strong. <laughs> do you find it hard then on days? Do you, get, do you get frustrated on days where you're like, like, for example, there, like, like having people that can be like look you're all right like take take it easy today do you do you find that in your head that it conflicts because you're like oh no i just want like 
it's, I play rugby out. It's my job. I want to do this. I want to do that. Like, does, yeah. does it conflict? Yeah, you know it's I mean? a good example of that. Actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because Jamie's like, put yeah. like pull out on this, and you're like, no, I'm fine. I'm doing yeah. it. I'm doing it. I'm doing I was it. Like, I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I think like, like it was hard, but like, oh, I'm just like, just get, just do it, Al. Just do it. Like you've got a weekend off to mm-hmm. chill, and like even in the gym, like. I know I'm not going to be as strong today. I'm not going to go for PBs. Like, I'm just like, just get through it. I was like, mm. oh, she's gone. Is that saying goodbye? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah I was like, bye, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm up, like, walking out. Like, ah, <laughs> I'm it through, <laughs> baby. I made it through. I got my protein shake in the car. Like, yes. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> That's a clip. That's a clip. <laughs> that is a clip I've ever seen. Man. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my um, gosh. Damn. Right, well, let's let's speak about some good things. Like, what memories have you got of your mum that are funny or, you know, things that you remember? Like, if you're on a hard day and you're like, I'm going to watch my mum be funny as fuck. Like, let's speak about it. Okay, so basically, there's one time. Do you remember in New Zealand when we had, like, family videos sent over? Yeah. So, like, before quarterfinals, we had, like, a clip of video from, our, like, yeah. Yeah. So... Well, I didn't get one. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get one of those videos. Didn't get one from Jack or anything? No. Oh, okay. So did you get them sent? Nice. Oh, Jack. 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 Or if I could be there, I definitely would have flown over. Like, I know she would have. Like, we've spoken about it. She always wanted to come over to New Zealand and watch me play. And then all of a sudden, she's crying, right? (laughs) There's a noise next door, the neighbour. She goes, (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell, I'm trying to do a video, yeah? (laughs) Was it in live in the video? (laughs) And she said that you weren't going to just have that. Honestly, I was like that. Meg was watching it. Meg was crying because obviously he was getting emotional. Yeah. And then all of a sudden she's like, oh my God, what the hell? Change your personality. She's oh. like, this is Hi. <laughs> we need to get this clipped in. Oh, Sit down on there. Oh. Oh, Honestly, and she's like, oh, I ate my bloody neighbour's mind. <laughs> oh, they're not going to listen to this Are podcast. Are they still? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah, she's still oh my gosh. Oh, anyway, gosh. And there's another one. Oh, my God. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. It's not bad. We can always watch it out. Yeah. So basically, um, my first cap in France in 2019, mm. um, obviously my mum and dad uh, just come out or whatever. So she got diagnosed in the 2018 in November, came out in February and um, came out to Montpellier, is how we played. Yeah. I think so. And <laughs> apparently, this is what they've said, right? Apparently. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> Yeah, well anyway, apparently <laughs> everything shuts down at eleven o'clock in Montpellier. This is what this is what my dad has told me and my mum, right? Um so they couldn't get like a taxi back to the hotel and their hotel, bear in mind, was like nearly two hours away. Um so obviously my mum's on like new medication and stuff, like her body was like she was like fucked basically. Mm. And they had to walk back oh, from the stadium no, to um, their hotel. And my mum was like, I need to go to the toilet. <laughs> I was like, oh, obviously my dad was like, Donna, there's no toilet here. <laughs> we got a long way to go, girl. She's like, Scott, I really need to go to the toilet. And my dad's like, you're going to have to do it. She fucking shits in the street, don't you? In Montpellier. <laughs> Insert clip. <laughs> Honestly, so when they were telling me, I was mortified. I bet you were. And my dad was like, "It wasn't just a small shit." Oh no, it was Question. a. Question: What she with? Had no dog bags with? to pick it up. A leaf. <laughs> just, just the word actually. Just the word actually. <laughs> Can you imagine just leaving in this small just life? Oh, it's clean. And the struts off, continues to walk off. She shot in the street. And she just left it there and gets in. In Montpellier. Left it there. It's, well, it's her own fault, isn't it, for not, for not getting them a taxi. Do you know oh, what I mean? It's your fault. Yeah, Don, it's your fault, girl. <laughs> Should have sorted it out. 
Do you know what I mean? She takes a shit in the street, like. Oh. Oh. I'm surprised you find her. I, I thought you'd encourage that, to be fair. Yeah, but. Like, no wonder where you get it from. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no. I did shit in an Aldi bag for him <laughs> in V Festival. <laughs> And it's like in someone's tent. Oh, <laughs> right, that's to make that. <laughs> bleep, bleep, bleep. Bleep, cut. Um, I've also Hello. watched it many times, pick a nose and eat it. Oh, no, I don't. I don't. No! Oh, <laughs> that's hanging. That hanging. For context, she's just done it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for the listeners. <laughs> She just picked her nose and ate it. As well. Yeah, you did. Yeah, <laughs> uh, flicks on, touches on people too. Like, oh, oh, you know. Um, so, what's the best things about your mum that you that you love the most? Like, what are the things you like? Oh, I want to be like that. Or do you, what do you see in your mum that you see in yourself? The thing I would want to be like her is her just her grit and her determination to be like. Oh, you got that, girl. Oh, you have. You have. A li- yeah, a little bit, but like I. The way she just never gave up. She was like, you're not fucking taking me down, mm. you big C. She, yeah, to be <laughs> she fair, she was like, a badass motherfucker with that one. Like, she, she, she was like, no, you're not You're not having me. Like, And she actually thought until her last day on this earth, like, honestly, like, she was like, nah, I'm not going. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to drop me. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. And like, genuine, I think that's what, like, I want to be like and I think that's why like I said to you like I get up every morning and I try to be like right come on you fucking got this day let's yeah. go what do you do then now is anything you, like take a job for a walk is what what are your coping mechanisms you're like right I, I got a day off I'm having a shitty day or whatever or is this something you're like you've now do that you didn't do before because of this experience which helps you cope um beach walks mm. you should do that together didn't you yeah Nice. with pubs and obviously the boys as well um but like yeah i love beach walks barry port do you know what i mean there's like a little lighthouse there at like the end and my key and my mom used to go there as well so like it's just nice to have like a little walk there and it's just nice to it's, just like, it's like a, a little warm feeling like you get because like you feel like they're just there next year you know and you like my mom's just being like ah oh, i'm here with you you know mm. um but yeah the beach is 100 percent my happy place it's mm. where i take myself when i'm sad <laughs> what I would what would your advice be to someone who oh my god so, are you gonna say that do you know what's funny that. is that your, your previous question so i was actually wanted to ask um like what are the <clears> biggest <throat> lessons you've learned from your own which is essentially what you just asked and i was like wait same same page but yeah what would your advice be to someone that is going through a, something that is similar has got a, a parent or family member that is uh, like seriously ill what would and all that has gone through the, the same grief that you've gone through or on that what would your advice be if there's anything you would do differently mm. now if that makes sense yeah for someone that is going through it I think um, which is really bizarre from what I would do differently is research Wow. Mm. Yeah. So like um like I would research on all the foods that are good for her. So like basically like to keep her alive a lot longer. Um and is that something that is like like let's be honest, like they so when my mum was used to go for checkups and stuff, like weight never popped up from the doctor's mouth to be like, right, Donna, you need to lose weight, yeah. But like and sometimes, like, you kind of need that from someone, like, from that kind of profession to be able to be like, right, actually, I do need to lose weight. Mm. Um, and, like, sometimes it's from a family member. You're like, oh, shut up, will you? Yeah. Just yeah. Watch, the thing is, the last thing I need, yeah. one McDonald's, yeah. who won? So, like, I would definitely, like, research food and stuff and also, like, the condition and how, like, what other things help that. Um, I did a, I did a little bit at the end with like different exercises and stuff to keep her active because obviously like she couldn't walk and she used to love going and walking and stuff like used to try and get her up so like like stand up sit down and stuff like stretch her arms or whatever but definitely more research um, just to be like more knowledgeable of the condition and stuff um, but yeah and also like don't take things for granted like don't take time with like family and stuff for granted because I think like once they're gone, they're gone. Like, shit as it sounds, like, 
you could be like, it could like my mum used to be like, right, you come for a spin with me, and I'd be like, nah, mum, go by yourself. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But why didn't I go for a spin? Like, should have gone with a take the parcels to the bloody post office. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's like little things like that you take for granted, don't you? And I think definitely that's up there. So I suppose now, obviously, this new life that you're living in with the, like. Like you say, you've cha- you feel like you've changed so much. You've had this new perspective. Like, what is next for you? Like, what what do you want to achieve? Like, what's on your to do list? Where do you want to go? Like, how has this experience now changed you to try and be the person that your man wanted you to be? Yeah, I think like spending time with family is up there. Um, me and my dad and my brother have gotten a lot closer. Like we have, and I like I do love spending time with them, even though. They both get on my tits, like, <laughs> and I get on their tits as well. It is You're what it is. Similar. Yeah, we are very similar. And I think, like, from a rugby perspective, like, I just want to, like, carry on just enjoying the game. Like, if I'm enjoying it, you can just play your best rugby, can't you? Like, from that perspective. And also message people back. <laughs> She's talking complete shit. I know. Yeah, I know. We'll re- revisit that in a year. Maybe we'll be down to yeah. five, five to seven days. Who five knows? Th- <laughs> I'd be impressed with that, to be fair. Yeah. But I, yeah, that. How has it been for you then? Obviously, like I mentioned earlier, like with your brother and your dad, like, have you felt, has that been heavy for you to try and support them too? Like, is it kind of been like, you might be having a good day, but your dad might be having a bad day. Like, how has that been to see? People you also love and care about struggling too, and your nan and stuff as well. Like they were really close, and they like how has that been? I think like you've got to learn to speak. Yeah, like but you've done. I feel like a lot more now since. Yeah, you're close, book, but now I think the more time's gone on, I've like started yeah. to open up a lot more. Yeah. But my dad's very much like me as well. Like he's a close book. Like he doesn't want to like put everything on other people. But like I've said to him, I was like, you can speak to me and tell me because we're going through the same thing. Like obviously it's different like she was my mom like wife and stuff but like we still love the same person and I think like sometimes you forget that my dad like I could be having a shit day he could be having a shit day we could just speak to each other and just be like let's just speak about all the funny things that she done watch some videos and like chat about her like this just literally like keep her alive like in our hearts and stuff and I think that's probably like the most like he has he has opened up a lot more to, like to me to my brother um my brother's like obviously got a job now he's in tesco or whatever <laughs> oh, boy. so like he's like getting back on his feet and stuff because like he sh- he struggled like he really really struggled like i had rugby to go back to in that sense like where he didn't like and i think um like with that like he's getting back on his feet and it's like so it's so nice to see like my dad's back in work like it's not back to normal but like it's yeah, some new so, normal. I know. It's like a new normal. Yeah. And I think like that makes me happy that like like they're okay. But yeah, it's different. Did you not that you no know, no one will ever replace your man, but feel like your brother, did you do you feel like you have to ha- now take a different role or do you feel like nothing's really changed between you? You still your sister it's a it's still your brother and sister and like or did you feel like you had to like put your arm around him a lot more. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, it was, like, obviously, I think we're very close anyway. So, like, nothing really changed from that perspective. But, like, I basically told him when it was needed to be like, right, come on, you need to sort it out now. Like, and I think he did that for me as well. Like, when we needed that kick up the ass or when we needed that comfort, we would do that with each other. And I think, like, even though we argue, like, cat and dog, like, I know that we've got such a good bond that I know he'd always be there for me and I know I'd always be there for him. So, like, I think we just have a really good relationship. That's really nice. Yeah. I think, yeah. Like, it's it's hard because, like, listening to that, I'm trying to, like, put myself in that position. And, like, sometimes I think siblings as well, we can take siblings for granted. Like, my sister, she gets on my nose. She's like, you won't even listen to this, so it doesn't matter. She <laughs> 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 hasn't even, even said anything to me about podcasts. But anyway, um, yeah, like, taking family for granted is something I'm really bad for and hearing you say that does make me want to cherish every moment with them a lot more and I think a lot of people need to hear that yeah Uh, because it's so it's so easily done like we're busy we've got to live lives like but actually they're the people that are there yeah like even if you just go down to your nan's house for a bloody coffee like or something yeah you might be the only person she sees in the day exactly and it's just like 
because my nan, bloody Kimbo, like, we went for food, <laughs> Kimbo, Kimbo girl, we went for coffee and um, food the other day. And I was just like, oh, do you know what? You're, you're like my mum. Mm. I was like, <laughs> oh, enough, I actually get, uh, get and, my, and my auntie as well. I'm like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> scary. <laughs> do they say that to you or what? Well, yeah, they do. Kind of <laughs> <like that. laughs> they're all the same. Yeah, they're all the same. <laughs> Cut from the same cloth. Um, I wanted to ask you about how you, like, tr- how... Do you remember her? Like, I obviously want to bring up your tattoo. Oh, yeah. Um, Like, are there certain way- things? Obviously, you said you go to the beach. Is that something you... Is it something you struggled with at the beginning? Were you, like, trying to shut out thinking about her or memories in case it was quite triggering? Or is it now something you're more open to to be like, yeah, I want to go to the beach and think about her? Or, like you said, you've got a tattoo. I think, like, at the start, I had, like, I felt guilt at the start. Like felt a lot of guilt so like I would like overthink me like oh my god like if I was there like I could have done this for her I could have done that like why wasn't I there at that point um and like it's it is like a grieving process isn't it like people grieve differently and honestly like the first couple of months guilt I don't know I, I couldn't get out with it I was like oh my god like I've done this and I tried to speak to my dad about her and stuff and he basically said like like some people go through that like process first where they do feel guilt um did but he feel it, feel it similar or yeah and like it was it's it's bizarre isn't it like i i still sometimes go through the point where i'm like right she's coming back mm-hmm. it's fine she's coming back you know like you do go you do feel like that sometimes like i had a dream about her the other day like like a month or so it was the first ever dream i've had about her oh wow and um it was the most realistic thing I have ever honestly I was it was bloody brilliant so my mom my mom was obsessed with buying sofas off Facebook marketplace <laughs> oh, just how many have you got in the house then no don't so at one point there was like three in the living room <laughs> going honestly it was a joke there was nowhere to bloody stand no honestly and my front door, right? You can't fit a lot. You can't fit the bloody door. sofa through the front door. It did fit three though? Oh, don't, don't. <laughs> One of them came through the back. One of them came through the back. But so basically, my dream was like I. So my dad was bringing through the sofa, through the door, sat down, and I'd come in like a couple of hours later. Come in, and my dad's sitting on the sofa that he's brought through, and I was like, "What the hell, Dad? Like, what the hell's going on?" And he just goes like this to the kitchen. He's like, just go out there, will you? So I go out there. My auntie's sitting on like this, the coffee stool table or whatever. And I look towards the window. My mum's just sitting there. And I'm like, oh my God. And I just turned to her. I'm like, bloody hell, what are you doing here? <laughs> and she goes, oh, I've just come here to look after you. And then that was it. I woke up. Oh, like honestly that's a sign that's not if that's not a sign there's no one is I know so telling him she's there and as soon as I woke up I was like oh my god I'm gonna have to tell my dad I was like dad started crying my eyes oh, out were you home at the time yeah and I was like oh my god what the hell like and since then I've never dreamt about her again it's bizarre wow. like I didn't dream about her before that and I haven't dreamt about her then was there anything going on that you were like were you having bad days leading up to this dream or were you feeling okay I, I was feeling okay like this is what I mean wow. yeah but like it was like as if it's like a sign who telling you like yeah, I'm, I'm you, you right it was like yeah. a comfort thing have you had any, had any signs like that other than that dream no has your TV gone on and off <laughs> no <laughs> she'd probably break yeah, yeah probably would yeah <laughs> any more sofas appeared yeah. in <laughs> <laughs> oh I'd cry I'd cry if I take it back now <laughs> I don't it. want it I don't want it leave it alone now <laughs> nah that is funny but yeah um, should we do the book or have you got anything else you wanna that was aggressive yeah like, I'm a future. I am a free agent like other clubs out there let's talk about that What's France wherever yeah. Australia New Zealand oh, we haven't actually <laughs> asked the question yet oh, yeah. hello I'm Alexander's PA and I'd like to sell her to you She's a chopper. She's a jackal queen. She can't put her head up a ponytail properly because it falls out all the time. But it doesn't matter. You know, we can braid that thing up. Yeah. Um, she's got energy. She's she got does. passion. She, she and she's got footwork. footwork. She's, she's got it all. You know, all. she's put on some timber. Titten now. She's got strong arms, strong legs. She loves a bicep curl. She loves a boogie <laughs> in the gym. 
She likes putting shakes now. Dirty so stinking bass. Read my mind. Dirty stinking bass. Big dirty stinking bass. Bass, 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 bass. I don't need no speed. Oh. I don't need no heroin. Oh, I can. What's it? You oh. can keep your girl. You don't need no I'm chemist. I'm a baseline junkie. What? I'm a baseline junkie. Tell him again. I'm a baseline junkie. What? I'm a baseline junkie. Big dirty stinking bass. Dirty the back just sat here like in the funeral. Was like, uh. that the gym session? Like, oh, so basically, gosh. just for context, that's uh. what you just listened to is what the forwards gym is like. The reason I'm silenced because that's what the backs gym is like. Max is turn the bass down. Turn the bass down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not turn the bass up. Um, silence. So before we finish onto our like trad- ending tradition, how is Al Carl now and what is the future for you? Like, obviously we just sold her because she needs a club. But yeah. like, what are, what like, what things are you focusing on? Um. So basically, obviously not having a club. So like I'm, training in the gym a lot more so like i think like my focus is literally going to be get stronger get fitter faster and i think like with this new celtic challenge coming up get gained under my belt before six nations and of obviously like hopefully i can go in fly in feeling fresh um and raring for the new year that happy days happy bloody days right so we have a closing tradition okay so where we have a little book and the previous guest leaves the next guest a question, but the previous guest didn't doesn't know who the next guest is. So the the person that's left you this question didn't know that you were the next guest. Okay, okay, and then you will leave a question for the next one. Ooh, interesting. You got I two. Even I think wrote this. You got um, two questions. Who would you play in a movie and why? No, that's wrong. I've read that wrong. Oh, who yeah. would play you in a movie and why? Oh, yeah, Jennifer Lawrence. Why? Why is that? Would not play you in a movie. Have you seen her? Yeah, she's yeah. done there. Oh, you cheeky Becca. <laughs> oh my god. What would be your reasoning? She just picked you and ate it. Uh, have you not seen her in the movie? She's Daisy, like me. What's that? What's that? Daisy May Cooper? Yes, that's you. That's her. That's playing her in a movie. <laughs> All right. My name's Ella. <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I can't see it. I can't see it. You're prettier than her. Just saying. But I think that I think she'd play you real well. Uh, real well. <laughs> no, I want your answer. Well, I just said Jennifer Lawrence because she's like mean interviews because she's really funny. Here. <laughs> so I so just so Part yeah, two. I already know the answer to this question. Wow. What is your worst habit? What do you mean? Pick, you pick your nose and eat That's it. That's not a worst habit. That's a That's green a, flag. Green flag. <laughs> I you were going to say that. What's your green um, red flag? What is your worst what is your Please habit? Please do tell me. I love how we've answered these questions. Oh, oh my God. No. Okay. No, this, oh, I can't no. say it. No. This God, is disgusting. No, no. Don't, oh. Oh, don't say it. Don't say it. I leave skiddies in the toilet. Oh, I know she does. Like, on purpose. Do you not get it? Oh, I didn't know. I just, that was me. <laughs> was I just can't that. be asked to get a toilet brush and go like that. Like, just kind of. job, is it? Yeah. I think we're going to lose the sinners after this. <laughs> we are. They're going to be like, we're doing so well. <laughs> well, well. This is our Sorry, Cal. everyone. Sorry. Yeah. We're all about authenticness. <laughs> being who you are. Yeah. True. I'm expressing True. myself. Hey, there might be some people listening to this that also leave skiddies in the toilet <laughs> and they, you know, they might feel bad about it. And now you're, <laughs> you know no. what? An international rugby player does it. You can do it. You do it. The you. difference is you've got to own it. You can yeah. let those people that leave you them do and are like, oh, that's not me. Yeah. But if I do. If you fart, you say, girls, I farted. Like she just burped about four times. It's it stinks. It's talking it in, in my mouth. And if it doesn't, I say, girls, I farted, but it doesn't stink. <laughs> just to let you know, I did fart. It was silent. It doesn't smell, but I just wanted to let you know that it's there. And that's yeah. all right. Yeah. It is what it is, girl. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> um, right. Well, thank you very much. This. Yes. Oh my God, I'm going again. Oh, don't. Don't. <laughs> Can you tell she's on a period? Imagine I didn't care about her. I know. Can you imagine? imagine. Yeah. Right. Okay, I'm all right. I got myself together. Uh, no, I haven't. Do you want to do it? Yeah, it was always need to say, get a grip with my nips, good girl. Oh, all right. Good. Yeah. That was your inner Don Cal, that was. That was this podcast. Yeah. Get a grip with your nips, good girl. Being okay with being emotional. True. Right. Very true. I'll keep you short and sweet then, savage bitch. <laughs> You're amazing sometimes. And... <laughs> no, I'm joking. Right, no. I don't know how you've done this year. I... Fuck, I've gone again. <laughs> I can't read your mind. So I, I, I'm just going you're bloody amazing thanks Glenn. and i don't know anyone who would have handled the situation and conducted themselves in the way that you have and honestly i'm gonna <laughs> honestly you have actually 
I think you don't realise how much of an inspiration you've been to a lot of the girls, a lot of the team. Like, whenever we're having a shit day, and I genuinely when I'm having a shit day, I'll be like, there's a lot worse things in the world. And there's and like you, you made a really good point at the start, is that there's a lot more to life than rugby. And I think a lot of us are very caught up in that. We're all, like, we're all doing the same thing. We all get caught up in it. But actually, it takes, sometimes it takes something to just completely throw your world upside down to make you realize right actually like what are my priorities and I think like coming back into the squad I was genuinely just in awe of you I was like I just don't know how you're doing it I don't know how you're doing it but like from speaking to you having this conversation like I just I get it and and I know that it just really can't be easy. And like, like some, sometimes maybe good, <laughs> sometimes <laughs> maybe shit. But you, you make the most, you make the most of the good days, you get through the bad days. And it's only making you the most resilient person that I know. And on that point, like perspective, yeah, what Gwen said, I look at you and I think, if I'm on a shit day, I'm like, I've got no fucking excuse because I'm... <laughs> <laughs> What? You just said to me, but she's looking at me crying and she's had a go about me crying and she's looking at me crying. I'm set off again. Again, again, again. <laughs> We're going to have to give context for that at the end. I don't actually think there's ever been a podcast in the history of ever that's had so much crying and so much laughing oh and the same God. freaking thing. Oh, oh, really? Um, I just think, I just look at you like today and I was like, I had so much respect for you. Like I have, when you came in that first day, I literally remember you came in and I was like, oh, you're in and I give you the biggest hug and I was like how the hell are you here I don't know how you've turned up every day getting your shit done like I said dude earlier like, performing in that fucking Six Nations I I honestly take my hat off to you oh oh, oh no I'm gone again <laughs> you got this I have I have got it she deserves to hear it so give me a second it's a nice thing just I know, you might need to actually close not, your eyes she's not having it again after this <laughs> I can't actually look at her saying it Close your eyes. No, I can't. You can. No, I, I do want to look at her, but if I look at her, she's fine. You are amazing. I don't think you believe it enough, but you are. There's someone up there looking down on you. Who's got your back, no matter fucking what. And you always, I remember you saying before, that anything like your mum. I'd be happy, but you fucking are. I, your mum has turned up every day when she's gone through her disease and not complaining, gone on with it, and that's exactly what you're doing. So I hope you, when you wake up and you're having shit days, you God, you just des- you deserve to have those days where you, like you can take your time. It's okay, but also remember you're going through something bloody awful, and look what you've achieved in this last year. Not even just this year, even going through what you've gone through with your mum. I just hope you realise I've got snobs everywhere. Pick any day. <laughs> <laughs> it's wet it's going over you they're the nicest ones oh she's hanging see what's to say she's hanging oh, okay. um, there's only one out. you deserve so much happiness you deserve literally the world and I like I said I really really hope you realise and you give yourself credit for how amazing you are and I'm this is the nicest thing they're ever going to say to you and I'm probably not going to say it again so I'll take the well, we have got it um, on, on, on camera now. Me, oh, well, we can, you can watch that as many times as you want, honey. I'll be that way. Yeah. That's, that's actually going to make a clip. I'm putting oh, that on Instagram. Oh, God. Oh, but on oh, Instagram. Like a sloppy, sloppy yeah. mess. Yeah. Oh, I knew this was going to be awesome and I was very mentally prepared for it. However, I couldn't look you in the eyes because oh. every time I did, you made me cry. I got, you're amazing. Um, you're amazing. Like, oh, um, yeah, you also are the smelliest. Backhand they compliment I was when I let's be honest. Yeah. Um no, thank you so much for coming on this podcast. I think it's so powerful and, and, and I think important to how open you've been. Like it's so okay to show emotion and to show your struggles because there are so many people out there that's gone through or going through what you're going through now. And for people to see this international rugby player has just gone through absolute hell and is still turning up every single day with a smile on her face and getting shit done like like Gwen said that is fucking inspiring so yeah so grateful that you you know chose to come on and, and speak about your incredible amazing mum and um yeah thank you <laughs> thank you for asking me for <laughs> she... I don't say anything now <laughs> she also like this, thank you <laughs> thank, thank you. you thank you thank you oh, thank you okay
Yeah. We'll stop now. But you'll be a dog. Bye. All right. Thank That's, you no very worries. much. No worries. So, um, text me back, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and remember <sighs> to keep saying it how it is. The end. Thanks for listening to today's episode. We hope you enjoyed the conversation as much as we did. Please like, follow and subscribe to make sure you stay up to date and say it how it is. And don't forget to share these conversations with the people you think it may help the most. You'll find all of ours and our guest social media handles linked in the show notes below. We can't wait to see you all next week. And remember, keep saying it how it is.